0: Hello and welcome to episode number 214 of the Nerd Pro Quo Podcast. A lot of stuff covered in this episode, but before we do, some quick uh, updates. So there's going to be one or two, the one main partnership that we are doing. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but that should hopefully, uh, either by next episode or the episode after that, we will have a promo code for you guys to uh, sign up for something and also uh, keep an eye on at nerfroquo on twitter because we're going to be having some giveaways in the next couple of weeks and as always if you like this episode if you enjoy this episode or if you have any thoughts uh, hit us up at nerfroquo on twitter nerfroquo at gmail.com also important news there's going to be a complete not a complete revamp but a revamp of the website so the podcast is still going to be out front but there is uh we're gonna be launching some new products uh and some new not products some new yeah sure let's call them products some new products and some new content on the site so uh, one of them that I'm going to be promoting right now is we're splitting the site up into pop culture, which is going to be mainly what the podcast is going to be covering and maybe one or two videos. And then there, uh, the second part of the website is going to be Science, Nature, and Outdoor. Because that is a subset of nerd culture that I have been really into, and it is, you know, it's a different kind of nerdiness that we haven't really covered that much in the past. We've mostly been covering pop culture, but there's a lot of stuff in, you know, science and nature that I am into, that if that is your kind of thing, if that is your level of nerd, then uh, check out that part of the site, which should be launching next week. There's also going to be some giveaways of stuff for that section of the site as well. Uh, Giveaways. uh, There's going to be product reviews, uh, gear reviews, there's going to be advice on there, especially for like hiking and camping, and uh, possibly also like animal care, if that is your thing. So yeah, that's going to be part of the site. There's going to be new video content going up on that. Possibly even Uh, uh, A second podcast Uh, In the meantime Just a quick plug uh, Since we're not always going up every week uh, Keep your uh, ears peeled And uh, subscribe to the Best Boys podcast Which I'm going to refer to as Our sister anime podcast uh, With uh, Justin Coles And Dan O'Brien So uh, go check that out There's going to be a link in the doobly-doo On the site for this uh, And probably also Uh a split episode coming up very very soon of the best boy podcast and the Nerd Pro Podcast. I've already made this intro way too long. Like I said, as always, uh, once again, uh, you know, leave a review on iTunes. It does help us out. Uh, hit us up at Nerd Pro Co on Twitter, NerdProCo at gmail.com. Enjoy this episode, episode number two hundred and fourteen of the Nerd Pro Pro Podcast. P-p-p-p-p-p-p-p. Stay nerdy, y'all. And and we're back.
1: Well, hello there.
0: We missed a week because you know we had to watch. We all got together and watched Godzilla versus Kong. That versus was
1: granted. I know, like Pants and Charlie didn't care, well, and they know, did. They did it just because it was good to have us all together. It was
0: also. It was fun. Uh, it was a fun. movie, It was though. definitely a movie. I will say that. Even like it can even be fun to have people who aren't enjoying it watch the movie, it can still be enjoyable yeah. as an experience because it's not meant to be serious, yeah, yeah, you know.
1: But it, despite what people say, is like, oh, it's a great movie, it is a great movie,
0: it's a great movie for. Listen, it depends on how you judge. A great there are movie. different types of movies yeah, 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 out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have
1: to. You can't just add qualifiers to this is a great movie because of you know because it's a this or it's a that. You know there are different TV shows and depending on, not every movie is going to be a uh, a period piece. It's not going to be like the greatest acting. There are going to be uh, media or TV shows that are just going to be simply there for what they are. This is a monster movie. Yeah. From the same people that brought us Pacific Rim, and it was an amazing is it movie. The same group. Of it is. It it's, is it's, because I, I was watching was so a lot much of YouTube stuff that
0: they've just ripped off. Because they, they, they own Pacific it. They they own it.
1: They own it. They own that shit. So it's like yeah. it's not like they're gonna sue themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean,
0: like the whole. I mean, we'll jump right into this. The whole ending fight, uh, is just like it takes place in Hong Kong. It's just like oh, so we're just doing that the Jaeger yeah. uh, kaiju fight from where they fight in Hong Kong. Like that's...
1: But to be fair, it was a lot better executed, I think. You know, just like, I mean, all, what was it like?
0: I don't know about I that. think so. I, th- <laughs> I mean,
1: for me as a kid of the 80s and 90s who grew up loving wrestling, it yeah, had oh, everything. Such a, it had everything so many, I wanted you know, to I, see. You know
0: what's funny is that we weren't the old – like, I read a bunch of – we were not the only people who brought up professional wrestling when they were discussing that, yeah. that end sequence. Like, like professional – I think even, like, you know, curmudgeonly uh, A.O. Scott of the New York Times might have brought up. It was just like – it was like a wrestling match It is. Yeah.
1: You know, and I love it. It's like a uh, rock versus stone cold, like, yeah. attitude era, and, and he, I loved it.
0: And he – I texted it to you guys. I think it was just like – we were talking about like whether it's – so two things came to mind uh, just now is that uh, uh, Jared, who has been a guest on this podcast, uh, my friend Jared, uh, our mutual friend Jared, once said that like if you enjoyed the movie, it was a great like, regardless of, like, whatever, like, objectively, quality-wise, if you enjoyed yourself, then it was a good movie.
1: Because it's a... Listen, considering we're stuck at home, we're not having, like, uh, big summer blockbusters yeah. for the another year or so. This was the best, you know, the closest thing to that we had, you know, in 2020 and 2021, where we've got major stakes, we had, like, recognizable characters sure and it to be honest it was pulled off pretty well
0: yeah what's what i think uh is like what a o scott had a brilliant thing where he just like it it tur it turns stupidity into its own kind of ingenuity when it was just like like i think there are certain because I saw pe i read a couple of reviews like he would like didn't not didn't like it, but were criticizing it for one reason or another. But it was just like a lot of those people, and even I like to assert that there's so much that's dumb in this movie. But I, when I considered it more, like even the stuff that bothered me, that I, like, quote unquote, bothered me, that I thought was cheesy, I was just like, well, no, even that, like, the, the, all the, the stupid stuff that the, the humans say in this one uh even that is almost i don't know if it was intentional i i kind of think it was intentional it's a was giant monster movie well, no no was an homage to to those just a higher way higher budget homage to all of those godzilla movies from the 70s and well, 80s no
1: shit of course yeah. when the when the main villain that the oh, the ceo of apex when we were first introduced to him with his jacket over his... His smoking sh- jacket. His and smoke- his, and like his, a cape. And his I and his mean, scotch. come on. And his, his glass of scotch. Yeah, I mean, yeah. come on. You know, it's sometimes you just have to enjoy a movie just for fun. Not yeah. everything has to be like an uh, auteur, quality level. Well,
0: not even that. It it's, ha- it's, 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 so, the one, my one... Uh, criticism, and then I've, I've read it a, like, and even this isn't really a valid like, I don't really care it doesn't make me angry or anything because uh, there are definitely movies where this kind of thing would just make me would bother me, and this movie doesn't bother me at all is I kind of wish that the majority of the human cast weren't playing it so straight as a heart attack so much so that when they make jokes, they just fall flat because uh, my favorite human in Godzilla King and the Monsters, the, the remake, is Bradley Whitford, because he, seems, he seemed to be the only one in that movie who understood what movie he was <laughs> in. Uh, and this, you had that, but I feel like you kind of had that with, uh, what's his name, from Atlanta. Tyler and,
1: Henry, some, I forgot his name. Yeah, I forgot his name, yeah. but yeah, I know who you're talking about. Like,
0: like, There were things that they tried to do to like make the human characters more like I guess like comedic or whatever, but it all kind of all the all the comedy stuff with the with the humans kind of fell flat, and that was my only major criticism with the movie.
1: Listen, Jamie, you're gonna have to realize that with a movie like this. The humans are always going to be the disappointment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now the thing is, does the monster action oh outdo the said, human thing? The
0: little girl who who apparently is actually deaf in real life uh, was great.
1: I mean, she didn't have like, much to say out clearly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> clearly, you know. I mean, she was just a tool to show that Kong is smarter than yeah, we yeah. ever we thought he was.
0: And you also, you just have to, if you're going to have Kong, you have to have you know it's part of it's the trope is you have to have a a female character that for him to be vulnerable to and at least and she's not up. a blonde yeah at least at she's, least not, she's a, not a blonde, blonde white lady yeah um
1: but you know the <laughs> i mean i to be when i first i wasn't sure about kong versus godzilla but then those i think the trailer and like the weird like rock music, yes, brought me back to attitude era WWE like promos. And I wasn't, like, I, I wasn't and a big that, fan, I was like fucking pumped for that shit. It was so
0: dude. The fact that it starts with a fight bracket. <laughs> the opening credits are a fight bracket. I'm just like that. I mean,
1: that is that is in and of itself is proof that it's not taking itself yeah, too exactly. seriously. Yeah. Granted, these other actors, Dude. yeah, they're here to catch uh um catch a check. But Kong still,
0: scratches his ass in the first like what five minutes of the movie, uh, yeah, and they just threw it like I love. So I will say like the last forty minutes or so of the film are just perfect. But, and also just. Just throw in some hollow Hollow Earth bullshit, just just for no reason. Like I don't
1: think it's for no reason. Obviously, they're gonna set this up. And oh, of course. It's, but they but can't it's so, have Kong and Godzilla occupying the same territory. No, but you have to so, separate these two alphas. So I
0: I I appreciate how bonkers the Hollow Earth thing was. It's like oh, and gravity works weird here too, where he can he can like. This float. is a
1: world with giant monsters. Yes. I mean, who
0: could weld a giant stormbreaker? Yeah, apparently. yeah.
1: Um yeah. And uh, listen, is it silly? Yes, it is. Is it something that we all deserved? Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, like I mean, from the beginning to end. I mean, even the humans weren't annoying to me because yeah. Yeah, yeah. I found that unlike, like Godzilla, King of the Monsters weren't wasn't really that interesting until the la- the last. Fight between yeah, him and Ghidorah—that exactly. was really good. But like from begin to end, you had like how many rounds between Kong and Godzilla, and all of them were just amazing. And also makes sense considering Godzilla is older and bigger than Kong. Yeah. You know, um, I I just like it was just I, I just got fucking pumped. You know.
0: Uh, and can we take it a little because like I just. Number one, yeah, it is the same studio. Obviously, it's legendary, but it's just like just just down to like, oh, so you're gonna have uh, the pilot. He's gonna drift with the
1: alien brain.
0: With the alien brain, the, yeah. Uh, and then when they were falling into the hollow earth, it was just like, so they're going to the precursors <laughs> dimension, dude. If I they mean, if they there's a crossover, I'm I would thinking. be down. Thinking, I would be honestly down for that. like they could drag that in just because they've set up enough like weird overlap that they they could definitely do that they could yeah uh they're yeah it's i don't know if they're willing to do they're they keep throwing around uh because, you know, Pacific Rim Uprising didn't do too did well internationally, but didn't do too well over here. It wasn't. They're still throwing the around. The problem
1: is not Pacific Rim, it's whoever was in charge of that movie. I think if it was Del Toro,
0: it would did have we, worked. Did we discuss uh, speaking. Well, before we get to that, uh, can we just. So the guy drifts with uh, the Ghidorah head.
1: Who was Ken Kudoragi's character's son?
0: Oh, Okay.
1: Cool. Yeah, which I didn't get. It's like your father was down with for Godzilla. Why are you suddenly working for the back? Yeah. Oh well. But his he has the same last name as. And
0: I did not. I was yeah. I was not aware. Of I mean, that. it's
1: not necessary information. But
0: apparently, when he drifts with with the Ghidorah head, when he comes, that's when <laughs> that's when Mechagodzilla shoots the laser out of his mouth. Like, cause that's very. Clearly, what's fucking happening in that scene? He is clearly creaming his pants, and then that's when while the, he the, rips yeah. a
1: kaiju in half. Yeah, it's, oh.
0: it's a giant cum laser is what that is. I mean, uh, also, I, also, I, Mechagodzilla just
1: well designed. I like the
0: look of it. I, I, because you know, stuff pops up in my feed. Uh, I read that like the, they designed Mechagodzilla because the way they did because of how. <laughs> The people just thought how ugly the the Beast Transformers looked in the Transformers movies, so it was just like we're gonna simplify Mechagodzilla, because the
1: Beast tra- from Beast Wars,
0: the the latter Transformer movies had like a dragon oh. Transformer and like a dinosaur Transformer, oh. and they yeah it's it's so it's like yeah apparently like the people who were designing Mechagodzilla like. We're like, we really don't like the way they did it in Transformers. But, oh, man, just the jet-propelled, like, punching and, like, oh, so much I mean, if
1: this is this world's, like, you know, version of their, like, giant robots, it was well done. It looked intimidating. It looked like it was fully capable of, like, wrecking King Kong and Godzilla, respectively. So, Um, just
0: now that they cuz i'm assuming they're like they either bought the rights or they're sharing the rights with toho i want them to bring just bring all the toho stuff in bring all those monster i mean they did in king of the monsters but it wasn't like uh what's going on with rodan bring rodan back in uh fuck it have the fucking space godzilla ultraman i want to see some ultraman <laughs> i'm i've
1: never <laughs> I was never sold on ultraman uh um, there's
0: ways they could make that work there's
1: I don't know I think Ultraman will not translate
0: well uh, they're in gonna have to the western I think, market I think they're what they're gonna have to they're gonna have to do some sort of like mech version of ultraman they they can't have literally what ultraman is is basically he 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 has like Japanese pimp particles and he gets giant. Yeah, like. I don't know. I don't
1: know. Um, I mean, I, I'm down except for that. I just like, sure. I I mean, I know of the character, but for me, even as a kid, I was, was like, I was never down for like Ultraman. It's like, it's like nothing about his look appealed to me. Well, yeah. I
0: mean, the look isn't, is it see, what, what you have to, uh, Check out that that may or may not sell you on Ultraman and some of those other things is uh is Kaiju Big Battle, which is just like when they uh in Japan they have people dress up and they like beat the shit out of it. It's like a stage show, but they like have a guy who dresses up as Ultraman, they have a guy who dresses you know guys who dress up as like the various like monsters Toho monsters and they li- it's like.
1: A royal rumble.
0: Yeah, it, I mean it is. It's it's wrestling. That that's With costumes. That's why I love yeah. this movie. Yeah, I mean yeah. it.
1: Um, that's. I mean it's. I love Godzilla. I just what I loved about this movie is that they they just double down. Yes. In terms of knowing what they are and just just embracing it. You know, yeah. like the first few movies, we didn't see Godzilla use as much of the atomic breath as I'd. Mm-hmm want this time he went balls to the walls yeah. like cutting up motherfuckers uh king kong i mean yeah he's powerful but shit just using basic brawler moves yeah. against your opponents that was just they amazing even
0: did an homage to the origin to the original which could be its own fucking podcast by the way the original king kong versus godzilla it's- in
1: terms of him getting electrocuted because that's how he yeah. gets... Yeah, that's how he gets the King second Kong, win.
0: King Kong, <laughs> electricity makes... Because they had to give him something in the original movie, yeah. Uh, I won't... Oh God, it's. A, I won't go off on a massive tangent about the original. We can both watch the original. Have you ever seen the original King Kong vs. Godzilla? I,
1: as a kid, yes. I mean, it was stupid, but I did enjoy it. it. Not just oh.
0: the movie itself, but the weird it's like if you're like a n- sort of like not it's not hollywood history but like movie sort of weird movie history nerd like i am the story behind how that got made how that was allowed to get made because technically toho didn't own king kong you didn't own the rights but rko rko originally owned the right it's a it's a whole there's a there's a whole weird, ridiculous side story that's almost like the way Spider Man was in the 90s of like, who owns, who owns the IPA to this? Uh, so that's a whole thing. Yeah, it was just fun. Yeah.
1: Um, um, yeah, just like it I was. Just shut
0: your brain off. And, you know, if, if you, if you want to see giant monsters fight each other, you're going to love the movie. If you're expecting literally anything else. If you want acting and watching. a good story,
1: yeah. this is not for you. Yeah, but if is- you're a kid at heart and you like shit, just like pummel each other to death, this is the movie for you. Like, and it's like, very entertaining. Like literally,
0: if, if you are watching this for any other reason than to see two monsters beat the shit out of each other. I, d- I don't know why you're bothering to watch the movie. And
1: if you're a wrestling fan, this yeah. this is a movie that is. Calling I'm not even to your that heart. big of a wrestling fan, and it you was know, still it's like-, like they just pulling up like a superfly Jimmy Snicker off the top ropes, <laughs> <laughs> jumping <laughs> on the back of Godzilla. I'm like, oh, there's a fucking dropkick. He dropkicks kicks. He, he drop kicks, kicks Godzilla. Oh man, that was like what's it it's it had me. There was like this this whole running joke with me about like you had me at Hello with Jerry Maguire, that drop kick, that had me. That yeah. had me at this movie. It's like, oh yeah. yeah, this is definitely a movie for me.
0: Yeah. Uh watch so, it people. Yeah. Watch
1: it multiple times. It's still fucking enjoyable. I've seen it like three times so far.
0: Word, I've seen it twice so far. Uh I put it on – it's now going to be a movie I put on when I'm doing other stuff and when I'm working out. It's like That last 40 minutes will just get you pumped yeah. to to work out watching <laughs> monsters and a robot uh, Godzilla all fight each other. God, that fight was so good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Speaking of great fights, do we want to go from the most recent episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier or go from last week's because we didn't actually talk about last week's because we um, – we're watching Godzilla. Kong versus Godzilla.
1: Yeah, we did watch last week's episode.
0: Yeah, yeah, we we didn't talk about it. Oh, the, okay. Yeah. Um, um, because I have some. I actually, I didn't think about y- this, and then and then I actually, it's I of fully where
1: I, disagree with you on your your notion on Walker. I mean, yeah, he's. I, I, you earlier you mentioned how oh, he's become right. a sympathetic.
0: Not become a sympathetic. I said that I, s- specifically me, am more sympathetic to the character. But I think some of that is because I know... Obviously, they're probably going to do some different things with him on the show than his character in the comic mm-hmm. books. But there's there's something... Uh, I There's something about, like, characters who, who like... You know you're not supposed to like, like they're deliberately setting him up. That's what I think. That's what I mean. Like that, I'm a little more sympathetic. Is that so many people are just like fuck him, fuck him, and it's just like yeah, that you're supposed to be doing that. But people are just like reacting in a way that is like you no know, that's the point of his character. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, I've I've read that he's been getting fucking death threats. I mean, people need to chill the fuck out. Yeah, you know, he's not fucking it's Joffrey. Also, but it's 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 also <laughs> you know? it's also
0: like. It's people like uh, I forget what like online thing I was reading that just said it was like everyone who's angry at this person is completely missing the point of the character. Like that's that's who he is in the comic books, too, is like that's why he becomes U.S. agent and not Captain America anymore, because he's just. And then I I think, like I said, yeah, but the
1: reaction, I mean, granted, we don't want death threats. But the fact that people are passionately against the character is a good thing. Yeah. I mean, it's like you don't want the villain to not be threatening. You don't want as a, as a spectator to not give a shit about the villain because if you don't care about him, then you don't think that he's a credible threat towards the protagonist in the show or the movie. And I think that he has – I mean – Granted, he's got a face that you want to punch, yes. you know. Uh, but that's what I like about the character, you know. That's what I actor. see, but that's
0: what I mean when I'm like, I'm more sympathetic to it. It's just like I'm just, I'm not. I think that there's this number one. There's this reaction to it that like Sam didn't get the shield, and we all know that Sam Wilson ends up sort of as Captain America in the comic book. So there's this big whole uproar. It's just like, can y'all just? chill for a minute and let them tell a story like
1: i think i would yes you you want them to tell the story but you gotta understand that people they they're projecting yes they're projecting you know the shit that they've been dealing with over the last year and a half into this and obviously disney is trying to channel channel all of that into the show and you know that's good i mean it's like listen I mean, as long as they're not, you know, doing that to, like, threaten actual people. But it's just, like, a piece of fiction, yeah. you know, that so, has gotten people's attention.
0: So I, I will bring up a couple things just about... So I didn't even think about this in the night. I I like I, Normally I don't read a lot of, like, reviews and stuff of these things. They just... I been mean, popping up in my feed. Uh, and some of them I read. And then one of them I didn't even think about, and it actually kind of agree with it about the previous episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier is that there's some holes and some problems with what they've been doing what they do with Winter Soldier in the previous episode is like there's some inconsistency of like okay so the Underworld doesn't know that he was fighting with the Avengers they still think he's the Winter Soldier they still react to him like he's the Winter Soldier even though Apparently, the law enforcement know that he's not that anymore. Like, there's a way that they, when they're going through the underworld, that they're they're still treating him. That's kind of inconsistent with what has happened in the world. Uh, as far as like Bucky's character, like he shouldn't just be able to, and also just like the fact that in *Madripoor*, like you dress up Sam Wilson differently and suddenly people don't recognize that he's the Falcon like there's a that was that episode like there are parts of it that I like but there's a lot of inconsistency in like in like
1: well I I mean what the... they're
0: what they're just uh, the amount of suspension of disbelief they're trying to make us do in that episode. That was a, was a silly little episode. Bit much.
1: Yeah. That was a silly episode last week, you know, with, uh, obviously, Baron Zemo. But the, Who, they just... Who, by the way,
0: <laughs> fuck it, I'm loving him. And
1: just, like, Daniel Bruhl is fucking awesome as an yeah. actor. And the fact that he just ad-libbed that whole dance routine, just tasty. But in terms of... I think they were just, like... <laughs> with... The issue with um, Winter Soldier, I mean, yeah, he's been an Avenger, but keep in mind, who was he with? Sure. Zemo. There's no, I I mean, yeah, you could say that he's helped with the Avenger, but maybe the whole point of Daniel Brühl's character showing to the underworld that he can control him is letting everyone know that, hey, oh, wait, he still has his mind control thing on him that he may have helped the Avengers, sure. but he still, for some reason, had you know, is still under the control of uh, Zemo.
0: So, so a couple things about Madripoor. Number one, I think that ho- the whole point of that episode was to set up Sharon Carter. That that's it. That was the whole point of that entire episode.
1: And to kill the guy who created the, the, the super
0: serum. Uh, also. Uh, I am willing to bet that the power broker is Madam Mask. I'm not familiar. Uh with it, it's in Mad. They're in Madripoor. She's from Madripoor. It's her and Count Nefaria, and they're not going to do Count Count Nefaria. It's good. I'm. I can almost guarantee because if they're in Madripoor, it's going to be Madam Mask because that's where she's yeah, from. Yeah, I
1: know a lot of people have mentioned that it could possibly be Sharon Carter. I don't know, just it's just a little too obvious.
0: It's not, no, she's... It, it's no, it's not, no, no, no. no. I mean, that's what I've heard a lot of people mention uh, If they online. do that, it'd be interesting, but I don't think they're going to do that. Um, so, yeah, I, I felt like the last episode... Uh, like, what they do a lot with these shows is they have a kind of weaker episode, uh, and then they get to this episode, which is the most recent episode. Was great.
1: I don't know, I thought it was... You got to see Zemo being Zemo like yes. a an ass a, sure, a more asshole version of a Bruce Wayne yeah. uh, flaunting his wealth, uh, his relationship with his butler. I thought that was pretty, you know just seeing Daniel Bruhl just like, you know stretch his wings. Yeah. And by I the way, enjoyed as that much as, everybody, he stole as much stole everybody
0: hates Walker. Zemo's the real villain. As, like that and I, and here's the thing. Here's I don't a, know here, No, the, vis- the villain. Here's the thing. Uh,
1: he's there to I do things that... I think that's
0: deliberate. F- that Falcon
1: and Winter Soldier won't do.
0: I th- but I think that's a bait and switch. Uh, I think there's a reason they're setting us up to hate Walker and to love Zemo is because I think ultimately... Zemo and whoever ends up being the power broker are going to be the main villains. Uh, that being said, uh, before we get to some of the things, I, I do want to... So, they allude to it in this episode uh, about when they're talking about when uh, his partner, before his partner, uh, Walker's partner, is killed. Spoiler. Uh, they talk to him and was like, oh, you have those three medals. He's like, yeah, three medals for... Doing some real messed up shit. Uh, So basically, in the comic books, and like I said, I don't know how much they're going to change or keep for the show. But one of the reasons why I am more sympathetic, and why I was bringing up like Walker as like a soldier, it's why I was bringing up that like Steve Rogers wasn't really a soldier, soldier before he became Captain America. He became Captain America. Uh, He became he wanted to become a soldier because he wanted to serve his country and he, uh and then he became he was given the super soldier serum it became Captain America and then he became a soldier as Captain America he wasn't a soldier soldier before he became Captain America uh they are same
1: both soldiers and they've
0: but there's a difference there's a difference there's a huge difference uh Steve Rogers ha- got to start with his idealism and keep his idealism because he was a super soldier first Uh, Walker, uh, why I'm I'm sympathetic, I don't like him, obviously, but uh, I think one of the things that people are going to start to, I mean, obviously he murdered a dude in this episode, uh, is that his actual, like his military, what he won the medals for, what he was given the medals for, was actually for doing some really messed up shit. (laughs) I mean, he saved, like, his fellow soldiers, but he was in a situation... They, and they, he kind of alludes to it in this episode. It's just like, no, we... we like, if, if we had the super suit, like, we would He's a killer. Have, yes. You're
1: probably... You're, what we're trying to get at is that he's a killer, whereas with Steve Rogers, but he's he also drew put, the line.
0: He is severe... So, if I'm remembering correctly in the comic books, because I didn't read all of them, but I know, like, a little bit about, about his history, he is like they gave the shield to a guy who essentially has debilitating ptsd untreated with like and the consequences that is like that he's like homicidal and like like he has some he's mentally broken and they don't that's the thing like they don't like me that's me as someone who knows the character before I watch the show, it's why I'm not just blanket reaction angry at him It's because it's like man, that's you ju- you just gave a profoundly broken human being the Captain punisher America's- yeah, pretty much he's yes, a blonde you, punisher, yes, that's exactly who he is, except even Frank Castle has like a like a sort of functional moral compass uh no, I Walker- think Frank Castle
1: is more aware of it i think yes f- yeah the walker he's he's trying to fight the fact that he is that person he is yeah, a killer yeah, yeah. um he's not well, at peace he's just with been that been, fact
0: that's what i mean he's, he's just been handed this emblem and this symbol and he's like he like they keep saying they gave the shot shield to the wrong guys like no they it's not just because he's another blonde white guy it's just like they picked one of the worst soldiers with some of the worst trauma they could have handed that shield like and it's like i feel when i keep saying i feel bad for him is like yes he accepts the shield but he's not the person who was handing well you
1: said that word trauma i mean you're going under the assumption yes he's you know before he R- rose shield or and i could was be given wrong i could be wrong about this. that you know yeah he was a regular person but i'm not i'm but not captain america has gone through some trauma and granted we're talking about in fiction we, we are talking about fictional sure. characters the idea is the fact that we see what steve rogers has done in the face of trauma and what he's trying to do to rate to Go above that Where he Where he does not Cross a line Despite the the They are not
0: even Remotely comparable Or the same They're not even Close to being On the same level Because Captain America Was a superhero First That's what I keep Bringing up That he was He got the the Super soldier serum He's Captain America He became Captain America Before he got to uh, Basically Be a grunt
1: No I would say what Erskine would say is that Cap, Steve Rogers was oh, a sure. good human being sure. whereas with uh, Walker he was recruited for but, the soldier but, 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 because he but, was a killer if, well, So no,
0: no the impression see that I have a different perspective on that from um, the comics
1: your perspective is from the comics even
0: this episode though there's, there's something about, I mean, I, I'll grant that I'm biased because I know his and history And there, we have
1: like, what, two more episodes of this? I, I guess I don't know that they're gonna, I think
0: Four, four episodes, because if they're going with eight, normally Oh, eight okay 10, All right. It's only the fourth episode Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think everyone hates, his, hates him now, I think everyone's gonna feel really bad for him by the end of the series uh see, I think even you, like I think everyone's just reacting to him.
1: Yeah, well from my vantage point and yeah. from what I'm coming with the baggage that I'm coming with, sure. Of course I'm not gonna find there's no way I'm gonna like uh see him as someone sympathetic you know and yeah i mean yeah he's gone through some shit and, and i'm and sure they're, not they're gonna i'm as sympathetic no, i'm only sympathetic you know and i mean i think where they're gonna go with this especially how they ended with the last uh episode i don't know if you're gonna find people you know you know i wouldn't say root for him but just like
0: they're not gonna feeling sympathetic they're not gonna root. i don't for know i uh so my central point is the people who are the real enemy are the people who gave him that shield, not the person receiving the shield. It's the people who decided, it's the the U.S. government in this case, uh, deciding to make this guy the new Captain America. They are the one, see, that's how, like, my power, it's like you're fixating on the wrong... That's what I mean, like, I'm more sympathetic for. is like, oh, you're all angry at the wrong person. Because you, you're not showing, of course, because he's the person on screen who you're seeing within the costume with the shield. But it's just like, the people you should be really angry at are the people who decided that, like, I mean, Sam gave it up, but the people who all collectively decided, let's give it to this guy. Well, I mean... Partially,
1: Sam is also responsible for this. I mean, granted, he has this legacy ingrained in him in terms of thinking that he's not the hero that the nation or the world will be behind. I mean, yeah, he's adopted that, you know, um, that level of, like, self-deprecation in terms like he's not worthy, that he's an imposter. The fact... That he he's also had
0: been blipped, gone for five years, like, like both him and 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 Bucky, like,
1: yeah, blipped. But to be honest, he has not dealt with the shit that his the people who were left behind, yeah, have dealt with, like the trauma of yeah. losing all of these loved ones. I mean, for him, he's just been gone for like a second or two, sure, you know. Um, so that trauma of loss, he's avoided that all together but i think that i mean he's partially responsible and the fact that i think his guilt is possibly that villain in terms of you know creating this monster sure in terms of not recognizing what the united states military will go support he should have anticipated that he's a mil- yeah. he's a soldier yeah don't let the killers you know become the symbol of, uh, symbol of uh heroism someone like him who's actually rolled with captain america who's who is an avenger should have been the one who kept the shield my whole thing
0: is so i i i go into like this like wow we we really when the superheroes you know when when people got blipped we just went went uh went back to the military industrial complex didn't we (laughs) Let's put the shield with a soldier, like that's because that's the thing. Of course it should go with the soldier. And it's just like, mm, no, it should go to nobody if the guy who should have it doesn't want it. It shouldn't go to anybody. and and like of course the so there's two different ways that this this uh, there are, uh, another way that this has been played in certain comic books. Um, not necessarily the passing of a shield but or whatever. So obviously, Dark Knight Returns, Superman becomes that. He basically just becomes a tool yeah. of the U.S. government. It's just like, you know, it's they pick the most marketable dude, and it's like, oh, and he's a soldier too. Oh, yay! How American? And it's just like, mm, whatever. So I don't know. I think my difference is I'm I'm more pissed off at the the circumstances at which the individual got the shield than I am with the individual himself. Let's put it that way. Uh, I think the anger towards him specifically is misplaced.
1: Uh, I I mean, I really disagree. I mean, it's like... I don't like him. You're not supposed to like him. It's fine. You're misplacing your anger on Joffrey or Ramsay in Game of Thrones. They're meant to be hated, and it's okay to hate characters like that. Yeah, but
0: they're... Fun to hate, uh, you know, with a face like that. Of course, yeah, he's
1: fun to hate.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't they, know. I just, I just the level of vitriol of just like uh, people need to chill the fuck out.
1: But that is, the fact that they're so passionate is just proof that they are in this property, and you know they're I they're guess. locked in. I guess. I mean, if, if 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 people were lukewarm on him, that would be bad. Yeah. Especially oh, yeah. okay. for what yeah. he That's represents. Fair. That's fair. You know. Uh, so, and especially in this climate, there's no way some, sure, a sure, character sure. like that would just be, like, you know, overlooked.
0: Yeah. Um, that being said, oh, my God, the fucking Dora Milaje fight in this episode.
1: I did not anticipate seeing um, any of the Wakandan soldiers involved. But, wow, that was... They just handed it to Bucky Falcon and yeah. just...
0: And of course, his arm was made in Wakanda. Of course, they, she knows how to disable it. <laughs> like,
1: what I appreciated about that is something that I wish, once again, the Fox X-Men movies would always do. But just it's so, just so obvious. If you're trained as a team... You need yes. to work as a unit, you work as a and unit. the Dora Milaje worked as a unit, dismantling every single yeah. one. Work—you throwing a spear, the other one catching it and kick, kicking the other guy's ass. You saw that there was like um, implicit cooperation and communication. And also, with each other. you're one fighting of
0: them. A, a group of people who might as well be fighting each other. That is true. Uh, so, if you could work as a team, there were—what f- f- is it? I guess there were four Dora Milaje, but I think only like two of them were features. It's like, eh, you probably only needed two of them to defeat all four of them. Like, it's
1: just—I mean, these—they're soldiers from birth. You know, they were yeah. trained to kick ass, and they're—they're they're just like it was just amazing to watch them. Just like, I mean, keep in mind they're just human beings, yeah. human beings against a super soldier, against uh hi- and three highly trained. Uh, american soldiers yeah you know and you know walker is no slouch either and they just ran through them like they were fucking wet (laughs) tissue papers i
0: love the 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 lie was not even a super soldier (laughs) Yeah. yeah
1: i mean it's the the idea is that they're they at least for a lot of people like me it's like at least he recognizes that he is um, what's he's the word?
0: So completely out of his depth.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's just not worthy, you know, yeah. um, of the shield of being praised, you know, of being the leader of like whatever also, the next I got, generation I gotta of say, Avengers.
0: So far, I mean, mediocre. He,
1: yeah. he is mediocre, mediocre. Despite he's a great soldier in his realm of the U.S. military, but in the world of superheroes, he's just a mediocre guy. Yeah, you know, and then these door just reminded him that he's Um, out of place.
0: So two things: number one, uh, uh, Sebastian Stan, once again proving he's like might be the best actor on the show. He does a lot of stuff that's like not just like the crying in the beginning, but there's a lot of like subtlety to what he does, like face. He has to do more. Yeah.
1: He has to do more, not that he's the only one capable of that, but because of his character and the trauma that he's dealt with, being a murderer and finally becoming free from the brainwashing, he's had to display more of a range versus a, you know, uh, a falcon.
0: But it's not just that. I just, I, I'm just going to come out and say it. He's a better actor <laughs> than Anthony Mackie is. <laughs> it's just like, and I, 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 I like that. Anthony Mackie.
1: I mean, I've, I.
0: But he I, plays the same guy in everything he's in. He plays the same guy in everything he's I in. I
1: would disagree with that statement. What do you mean the same guy?
0: He plays Anthony Mackie in everything he's in. No. Yes. Name mm. something that he plays where he's not playing essentially a version of himself.
1: Uh, the Black Mirror episode. Um,
0: nope. I still disc- essentially a na- a version of himself.
1: No, I would disagree. I thought that for that episode um he did a great job um what else have I seen? Um that recent Netflix Behind the Wire, that's just he's he's a fucking robot. I mean, that yeah. I'm not counting that. Um I I mean I mean I only see I've only seen much of whatever he's done in like Marvel related shit. But I, I don't know. I would disagree with that, that you're by saying that you're just saying that he has very limited range as he an does. actor. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that I don't,
0: I'm not saying he's not good at playing Anthony Mackie. He's great at playing Anthony Mackie. No, but, but that's people who that play
1: is. themselves is a fucking Christopher Walken. Sure. That's, that's Christopher Walken there. Um, I, I, th- you know, those are kind of act- actors who, in essence, are playing themselves. Or Jeff Goldblum. You know, that's someone who's just being themselves. I would not equate Anthony Mackie as someone who is like a His, one-trick look pony. Look at the I don't know.
0: personalities of all the characters he's played. They're all essentially the same personality profile. They're all a kind of jokey, kind of cocky dude. They're all versions of Anthony Mackie. Like it's it's. Trust me, it was like.
1: One could say that those are the roles that he was provided.
0: True, that's true. I mean that.
1: He, he, I mean it's not a it's not an indication that he's incapable. It's just like to be honest, there is just I
0: mean, look look he he he, like I said, when I'm. He's very good at, at doing that. So it might be that that's what he's offered. It might also be that that's what he takes because that's what he knows he's good at. That doesn't. I'm not so. My okay. I, so okay, here's the thing. Every time I make one of these arguments, I've, I it, I, it sounds I, like I'm saying that he's a bad actor. When I, I'm not saying he's a bad actor.
1: I've seen him in other things. I don't. When I when I saw him in the Black Mirror episode, I did not see Falcon. Okay. I, I I did not see Falcon. You know, when I saw him in when I've seen him in other things, I don't see, you know, Sam Wilson. I mean sure. I mean, is does he portray like Broowie dudes, like macho guys, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean I didn't see like the same carbon copy, you know, performance. It's not carbon throughout. copy,
0: but it's variations on the same theme. It's just. We'll see. I mean, it's like I said. It's. I mean, once if I mean, he's you, ever mean, you, you are correct. You are correct that so far, Sebastian Sand has been given more to do. Uh, I mean,
1: he's a. I mean, they're they're different characters. Sure. They're different characters. One is in the same vein as a Captain America, sure. and that's what Sam Wilson is—someone who has not been tainted by like. Yeah. The the ugliness of battle who, like uh, um, Steve Rogers, is very idealistic, whereas with Sebastian Stan, he's nothing like Steve Rogers or Sam Wilson. He's dumps on shady shit and he's regretted that shit. So he has the things that he's expected to do. Of course you could say that he's he's amazing because he's been sure. forced to do more. But I would not hold that but, but a, I, against so Anthony just, Mackie.
0: Just, I'm, I'm not holding it against Anthony Mackie. I'm just saying uh, – so if you want to get granular about this on, a, on an acting level, there are facial things that Sebastian Stan does that are s- subtle uh, – that, uh, not not just Anthony Maggie, but but like, granted he's get, get he has more that he has to do. No. Yeah. Uh. So putting that aside. Yeah. I'm just I mean, gonna put that aside because I mean it's like these are different not, characters. Yeah, They're different characters, and it's not I an mean, argument. I need to. I don't need to win this argument. I don't care enough. I just. I just think that he happens to be the best one on the show. Uh. But that being said, I also. I got I would love to see what they, what the door Milaje did with him, to get him to the point he is at the beginning yeah, of this episode. Yeah, I don't episode. know if they're gonna. They're get never into gonna that. do it. But it's I mean that really that intriguing. small. Um, Just to see more Wakanda. That's
1: yeah. That small yeah. <laughs> they're gonna save that shit for the f- feature length films. Yeah. Um. But I think that small tidbit at the beginning of last this week's episode yeah. is all that we're gonna get. Yeah. Um. Or maybe we'll probably see them as they attempt to um, bring down uh, Zemo at the end and probably fail.
0: Sure. All right, let's pause for a second. Are we... Yes? Is it doing it? Is it doing the thing? Yes, it's doing the thing. Okay, I just just had to make sure that, like, it was... The the timer was actually progressing. So, even more things that we need to discuss. Uh, Invincible... Uh, I haven't
1: seen the last episode though
0: I haven't seen the most recent episode So Invincible Yeah
1: we just finished the last episode
0: Uh, Most recent episode Uh, But let's backtrack a little bit Because I have read the entire I have the entire series Comic book It's an amazing comic book There are definitely some things they changed for the show Because some of the stuff That uh, Was considered Sort of some little things that were considered appropriate, or like the way it was structured when the comic book come, came out, aren't necessarily things that would work now in a television. Yeah, show. I mean, I, um,
1: <laughs> Kirkman has been interviewed in saying that after spending I don't know, like twenty years, something since, like that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's now had better ideas in terms of pacing and sure, character sure. development. You know, now that you know he has time removed from his property. And you know he, it appears to be in agreement with the changes that the show has made sure. from the comic they book.
0: They definitely sped up some things. There were some like tonal problems. Uh, well, t- t- tell me your opinion of it because you haven't read the comic book. So tell me, tell me your thoughts first, because I have a, I have not a lot of thoughts, but I have thoughts about things that they changed, especially in the early episodes. This
1: show has made me has piqued my interest um so like this summer i'm definitely going to get on this property and start reading uh the invincible books because this has been really fun um i love what robert kirkman has done in terms of like playing around with you know classic tropes of like certain superheroes like um superman and the justice league and, you know, Spider-Man as well, you know, yes. in terms of, like, being a teenage hero and trying to balance uh, nightlife versus, you know, regular teenage life. Um, in terms of, like, we've seen, like, anti-Superman characters before. Sure. And I'm really digging what they've done, you know, with this version. I mean, we've seen, like, individual heroes who were supposed to represent like the superman character and just being evil but just like changing the alien species as a conquering species you know that's great because you. i don't think i've seen that you know in comic books i mean you've seen superman bad but you haven't seen like kryptonians being like the invading race considering they know that outside of their son, they will have these powers. So I like the fact of what they've done in terms of making the Viltramites as a bad guy. And I'm loving E.J.K. Simmons and I'm loving Ultraman in terms of being like slowly peeling the layers of how much of a dick he is and how sure. he does not care about humanity. Um, and overall, I'm like... I know it's a superhero show, I, I'm like rooting for the mom yeah. and seeing one how th- she is going to deal with like the realization that her husband is a fucking monster.
0: So one of the things that they've done that's really interesting on the show that they changed from the book, not changed from the book, but they've like enhanced it in, and sped up in, on the show Is how large a role, and actually how important, especially to Nolan's story, that Debbie is. Uh, Both of their stories, but especially to Nolan's story. Uh, So I appreciate how they've kind of they've uh, they've upped her role. Yeah, just like
1: I mean, it's it's one thing just to like have like some other character to say, hey, your husband is a dick. But just having her like put the pieces together on her own, sure you know, granted you know that devil guy planted the seed, sure you know, and now seeing her step by step uncovering so just the lies her husband has missed
0: something they've cha- they changed from the book, uh because she uh, see, I can't tell you anything because there's definitely stuff that hasn't happened yet. That is how she gets to where she I'm she's fully she's getting there earlier in the show yeah. than she does in the comic. From what I understand, it's one of the ways that he's actually pasted a little bit slower. Uh, that they pasted her story a little bit slower.
1: From I mean I know shit happens later on in the books, and yeah. I know she's gonna be devastated on yeah. that. And I really appreciate just, like, the human ramification of it all. Because we tend to, like, focus on the capes, you know, and the heroes. But the fact that we're dealing with a mother who really loves, you know, uh, Nolan Grayson, you know, and to see how she's going to react to him, I'm going off on the limb in thinking that he probably doesn't care about her as well because it's all about since day one it's about preparing his son for the greater mission for being for you know shedding away any material needs that is tied to this earth you have the mission and if he's like
0: what the viltrumites actually are like it just gets more and more like that the arc the arc of them as a race is really interesting uh and one of the wa- one of the things i really appreciate about the show cuz it was a little bit some of like the emotional stuff was a little wooden in the first like 3 episodes and it was also missing kind of the making f- uh the tone of like making fun of cuz part of what the comic book was was it's all these tropes and one of the reasons one of the ways in which it felt still felt fresh is it was also kind of poking fun at all these characters like uh you get a little bit more, both later in the comic book and also before the Guardians of the Globe are murdered. There's a little bit more poking fun at, like, you know, the the Aqua the fish <laughs> character. Oh gosh. Ah.
1: Uh, uh, I wanted to text you about him. It it like, man, everyone just fucking hates Aquaman, man. Yeah. It's just like there, it sucks. There, to there be there's Aquaman. a whole. So one of the
0: things that I think they're gonna lose. Yes, finally like,
1: action! You know, yeah, I yeah, just yes, yeah, my yeah, 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 yeah.
0: one of the ways that they that I, that I think they're gonna streamline the show is there was a lot of like a sides into the world of Invincible. Like, there's a whole there's whole side stories about uh, now that the the fish Aquaman guy is dead. There's a whole thing that happens, a side story about his empire. What happens to that? I don't know if they're going to do that in the show, uh, but yeah, the fourth in the this episode of definitely uh, the sense of humor that is that was in the comic book uh, that was sort of missing, I think, in the first three episodes mostly, uh, has come back. And also, I just love one of my favorite things about both the comic book and the show how it can go from like zero to a thousand. In, like, three seconds. (laughs) Like, shit goes sideways and gets fucked up super fast. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm, like, I'm waiting for, like, the end of the season where it's, like, you don't even see when the title card of Invincible. That's just going to be fucking splattered with blood. You won't even see the title. I know shit is going to go crazy with what they've been going with the show with the show i did not anticipate grayson just getting his ass kicked yeah in this uh particular episode won't be
0: the last time um really yeah uh he so there
1: because i've always imagined i know he's not i know you're he kirkman is playing on the whole spider-man trope but he's not really spider-man He's more like a super boy. Yes. But he's still super. Yes. I don't associate like a super character like him getting his ass kicked. I I associate like a Peter Parker or sure. like a lower tiered hero getting wrecked. Yeah. I'm. This was like, wow, shit could get real. And yeah. I know he's a hero, but just like I was like really afraid for him.
0: But, but it's also because like early on you could see like if there's a lot of powerful heroes. Cause he's not quite as strong as Nolan is, uh, how fast like things can get accelerated. But they also allude to the fact that like they're, they're also really hard to kill. Yeah. Um, and that's going to, like I said, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah. that's going to come up. <laughs> the fact that they can get really messed up and not die. Um, God, there's so many fights in the fucking book that are just, like, batshit insane. Um, So the guy – so the, the two creators, Robert Kirkman and Cory Walker, were the guys who started the book. And then uh, Cory Walker couldn't do the art, like, consistently anymore. So they hired the, the new artist who did the rest of the book was Ryan Otley. Ryan Otley is now on Spider-Man, uh, Amazing Spider-Man. He is incredible. And I really like – they have a quite – captured his because he has a very animated style and it's still a tiny bit stiff some of the animation uh which is weird it's not as it's really weird. i it's weird to say that the animation no i, I isn't think as the fu-
1: animation is top notch it is
0: it is but it's weird to say that the animation isn't as fluid <laughs> as the still art that ryan otley does uh because it's, he's not, like, a hyper-renderer. Like, it's just... But it's just the stuff he does... Yeah, it's... The book is amazing. Um, it, you should read the book. So yeah, it's, it's,
1: um, yeah, definitely. That's going to be uh, on my to-do list for this summer because this show is really great. And, I mean, just, like, the cast. I mean, you they, mentioned that... they got even, like... Maharshala Ali just, playing Titan. Just for
0: s- s- characters who are, like, not, like, major, major character. Like, Ty- Titan is a major character in that... He ends up being like the becoming in this episode, the leader of the the new kingpin. The new kingpin. Yeah. I so it was I I like that they left that in because the way he is uh. They it's both done really well in the comic book, in my opinion, and also the way it's adapted is very close to the comic book, where it's just like he. Yes, he's trying to provide for his family. I don't remember that he has a family in the comic book. But the kind of that, like, he's a street-level guy. He was just like... But that he comes across as, like, oh, he's, like, a street-level guy with superpowers. And then he realizes, like, no, he's actually really smart. Like, and, like, clever and, like, you know, the guy who is supposedly machine head is supposed to be, like mathematically can figure out all the probabilities, and he was still able to... Because that's what... That was his goal. He wanted to be...
1: The Kingpin.
0: Yeah. Not necessarily, like... Even in the comic book, it's not that he wants to be, like...
1: But not underneath someone's thumb, you Yeah, know, It's and not
0: necessarily that he wants to be a crime ba- boss, per se. The impression, both in the comic book and also here, is that it's just that he... The best way I can describe it is the analogy of uh, why Daredevil becomes the king, quote-unquote. He he doesn't call himself the kingpin, but everybody sort of – he basically declares him – he beats the living shit out of Wilson Fisk and just says, I'm running Hell's Kitchen now. And then everybody goes, well, you're the kingpin. And he's like, no, 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 I'm not the kingpin. And he, he explains at one point in the comic book, it's just like, no, I just wanted no one to be the kingpin. So I took it, you know. I took control, and that's basically Titan is the same co- sort of concept. It's in just, the comics, in the comics, how but was. also like sort of here too is just like it's not that he necessarily wants to be a crime boss. It's just the only way he sees that things will. Actually well, I be... mean,
1: so far we don't know what his motives yeah. are. I mean, in the show, at least, yeah, I mean, so far he wants to take care of his family. that's okay yeah. that I get that, but whether or not he's going to run the show and just pat his own pockets, I mean, we'll see. I mean, he seems like a decent guy, he'll probably be merciful, you know, well, and the, probably that's the thing won't is
0: like merciful, but uh the way he won't is, burn uh, you people's kind, homes you kind of have it well, like, like machine we'll, we'll head burn, would. burn people's homes, but it's just like. I have to do this because blah, like, I'll still take care. It's basically the same principle why I brought up Daredevil is it's like someone needs to be in charge of all this. So people, the people who need to be taken care of get taken care of. It's like that concept of, like, way back in the day, and even, like, modern, like, crime bosses to a certain extent, like New York City, like, the mafia and, like, organized crime basically – had a big hand in actually building the city it's a lot of that is like that shit just they were there like the Mafia guys like originally even like in Goodfellas uh, it's this idea of they were there to take care of the community because they were the people who were best equipped to take care of the community Uh, they and then they got greedy, uh, and they weren't. That's what happened to a lot of the mafia people. They got they got greedy, or or drugs got involved. A lot of it, you know, in the eighties, there was cocaine, and cocaine basically destroyed, annihilated, you know, organized cra- crime in a certain way. But even like gangs back in the day, uh, it was like uh, organized crime crime basically came up so that the gangs would stop killing each other in like 19th century New York, it's just like mob bosses basically came in and just like, no, 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 we need to... In order for this business to just operate, whether it's crime or whatever it is, even if people are suffering, we need everyone to stop just murdering each other. Well, I mean, you from know? the
1: show and how fucked up this is going to go and has been, I doubt that Titans is going to be will keep his hands clean yeah. and will remain upright. I think that sure. he is, I mean, he won't be as f- fucked up as machine head, but he's gonna go toe to toe with did, grace in it as did, well. There's
0: there's some stuff that happens in the book that is, I mean, there no one is not wrong. And like Martin, when they say this, like there's just stuff that happens that it happens on such a scale in the book That even guys like Titan are just like, all right, I guess I'm doing this now (laughs) because I don't have a choice. (laughs) Like, uh, yeah, I I'm I was excited when I heard it was gonna be an animated series. Apparently, it might be a live action movie. I mean, I'm not sure
1: about that. I mean, I'm less excited about a live action movie. Yeah, because with an animation, you could take time with it. The budget is way smaller, and with what you're able to do with. Assembling just like a great cast of yeah. actors. You know, I mean, granted, Stephen Ewan is great. Uh, J.K. Um, Simmons, great. But, I mean, fucking Sandra oh, Sandra. oh, she is killing it. And she is like, her character is what I tune in for. I mean, that and the the crazy violence. So, you know, but, but, but she, her, her character is what so makes me want to go back this into this. Interesting, really, and Reginald L. Vell- they do.
0: They do they do um, an interesting thing on this show whereas like the main cast is populated with like names. And they do that a lot when they're trying to do like a marquee thing. What's interesting, because I saw when you pull up the names, I was like, I recognize some of those other names too, is you also have a so you have like a sort of A list TV, maybe like B and C list movie actors playing doing voices of like major characters and then all the side characters you have played by just
1: top-notch voice actors yeah, just veteran voice um, like
0: fred plays. F- played Sh-
1: that <laughs> name i've seen for i've seen before uh, but i know a he's g- a voice
0: brilliant things like uh gray griffin i was like oh, of course gray is in this um there's a couple uh allison what's her name i noticed her name uh, even Michael Dorn is the No,
1: one. she was in the Atlanta. She's Zazzy Beats. Wait, Allison? Oh, I'm thinking about the girl the girlfriend.
0: No, 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 no. Okay. no, no, no. Uh no, um, Allison Allison is the monster girl? Yes. Okay. Uh and and of course Meticus. He plays same guy. I I love him so much, but it's I
1: mean, he's well going back to, to your an comment actor plays earlier say same, yeah, same person I mean, and everything yeah but you he's want so good at you it. you want Menzukis because Menzukis is a great asshole that's, that's
0: when i was saying that stuff about Anthony Mackie i didn't necessarily mean it as a knock that's what i was like i i hate it when i, I, I it gets misinterpreted when i say that but here's
1: the thing with Menzukis you Mantzoukis has a flair with certain with yeah. a, a type you don't I mean there isn't a quality of uh Mackie that just stands out. You know, it's just like See, just there's agree. no I mean there's nothing I mean, yes. I mean Manzukis, uh Christopher Walken, there there's like there's uh a signature sure. to them sure. that okay, yeah, is sure. recognizable. I mean Mackie, I mean there's the I mean, there's some signature where the actor is like a bad actor, and and their performances are wooden. But I don't get that from Mackie. That's but where.
0: That's not what I was saying. I was I was saying that he plays essentially a version of himself in all of his roles. I wasn't saying that that was a bad thing. Like there are certain people who are like really, he's playing to his strengths. Is is what I but was.
1: But y- you'd say a version of himself. I would not imagine him being like a tough guy i mean he's a fucking actor dude sure. <laughs> he, he, i mean he's no military guy at all yeah, yeah. um but like manzoukas yeah going back to him he's uh i mean is he he's like fucking uh the guy from the league you know i when i hear his voice i just hear that character and i just I, see love but that.
0: i i hear the, the character from from big mouth <laughs> also great yeah, yeah
1: also great uh but at least the the character from the league is scary yeah <laughs> and crazy at the same time so the other one is just horny
0: yeah uh the thing about so i hope so like way way down the line as just like side things they do um they do origin stories to a couple of the characters. They do an origin story, and they do an origin story of him.
1: Yeah, I've heard about. They have like some spinoffs. It's uh,
0: it's it's short. It's like a, a like a five pager of his origin. But yeah, th- there's a reason why he's a dick. <laughs> like, ah, uh, also Adam Eve. I can't wait to get to, like. Yeah, they're definitely to...
1: building up the fact that she's gonna be doing so, her own thing.
0: So. And the her not being a superhero and her starting to do her own thing, like, she when she starts to fight with her parents, you start to see it. it was just like she decided to be a superhero because that's what she thought she sh- was supposed to do because she had superpowers. And then you find out she, she starts to learn, like, what she can actually do. She's like, I can manipulate matter. And it's just like, yeah, you could – you're ridiculously <laughs> powerful and you can actually help people in ways like not being a superhero that's like yeah it's i i'm excited for to when you get more
1: yeah i mean characters. there's like um i mean i've had like um i follow this youtube channel heroes reforge uh, that is like uh led by like three guys who've been in, like, the sci-fi, you know, effects industry in Hollywood. And they they did, like, this series of episodes where they're just, like, rereading, like, introducing their buddy to Invincible. Sure. And th- it's, like, some of the shit that they've mentioned has been spoiled to me, but I don't care. I just, like, okay. I love this okay. shit. So I, I know that there's going to be a fight with, like, the people, the Viltrumites, yeah. you know, in later issues. But, like... It doesn't matter. I don't mind getting slightly spoiled because this property is just fucking dope Yeah. to uh, to read about. The fight is just amazing. One
0: of the things that I I appreciate is that it's all stuff you've seen before. And Robert Kirkman is just a skilled enough writer that it feels fresh again. Like you've seen all the stuff, you've seen some version of it, but it makes it fun- is like his different, and there's just some stuff that's just ridiculous. It's
1: like, I'm, now that I'm thinking about this, it's kind of like an amalgamation of Smallville and like a Spider Man, you yeah, know? It's everything, it's you everything. know? It's, I, I, I'm, I'm loving it. And yeah. the fact that there's like subtle humor in all of that shit is, yeah. I, that's what I love about it. It's yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like a solid show. If you have not been watching it, you need to get on Invincible. Great animation. Great fights. Gore. Yeah. um, Uh, And great acting. And that's the most important thing. Really great
0: acting. So two things before we... uh, Because there's probably more to talk about. But you have finished the first season. I haven't quite finished the season of The Regulars, which was a new show on Netflix. I mean, it's...
1: I mean, it's not the greatest... But what I appreciated was the cast. Yes. You know, the cast is just amazing. Great young um, cast. It's what it the show is about, like, you know, just taking on the whole Sherlock Holmes idea and spinning it where there's a group of kids who are actually helping Sherlock Holmes solve crime. And kinda like shit on Sherlock Holmes yeah. in terms of he's not as great as he thinks he is. But also the, it's kind of it's kind
0: of implied. I don't know if they get to this later in the season, that whatever it is that prompts Watson to hire those kids, something happened to his wife, and that whatever Holmes was investigating the rift, which was the, the whole premise of the show, is like the like the barrier between the living and the dead, mm-hmm. or like uh and that kind of broke him a little bit mentally. And that's why they're hiring these kids. Uh and also that spoiler one of the kids is apparently watson's daughter (laughs) is that because that was not watson's daughter not watson's daughter
1: uh um uh his wife's daughter
0: his wife's daughter wait how wouldn't that make wait wait
1: one of the the asian character is adopted i believe Okay, uh, but there's one that is actually biologically Sherlock's.
0: Sherlock's, yes, kid. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's that's the episode that I yeah. left off on. Okay, yeah, it's the. I enjoy number one like. Uh, it was the different I, the different takes on Sherlock Holmes. I I almost always enjoy. I'm a fan
1: of Penny Dreadful. And it I gave me, it gave me like this Although little, the new pe- the, I have the, not, the LA don't was... talk about that. I have not seen that. I'm talking about the original one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With uh, Eva Green. Yeah. That was a great show. Just a lot of weird. And it just gave me okay. this little vibe of that. It's not as good as the Eva Green Penny Dreadful. Yeah. But it's, but it's, it's fun. Very similar vibe. Yeah.
0: Like similar vein though. Uh, And then two things briefly. Uh, I don't know if you've seen them yet. Uh, and I'm gonna have to. Na- I might have to think about this more before we discuss it. Uh, Marvel dropping Diamond Distributors, uh, the biggest comic book distributor. Uh, so
1: they're the second one.
0: Yeah, because I know
1: DC dropped them a while ago. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So it's it's. Uh, the theory is that now that the two biggest publishers have dropped it. That that's gonna hurt the small publishers. Like that. That's actually like a really kind of a dick move on marvel's part i don't i don't have enough information to really comment about it do you (laughs) i just i just just only very recently read the story so
1: um i mean shit i mean i don't know the ripple effects that will have um because lately the i haven't been to a comic book shop in ages and I I, buy I, and trade I download I, buy and trade I download my shit on my iPad. And you know I what's, mean,
0: you know what's the funny thing? Ninety percent of the books that I buy now aren't even Marvel and DC anymore. They almost all of them are almost, they're almost entirely image books. Honestly, uh,
1: I I mean I, Todd McFarlane does talk a lot. Um, he uh, but I remember he was interviewed. In one of the latest cons, I think WonderCon, that was virtual, he was mentioning how Image was not following the same path that DC was making and was trying to do the best to like publish books out creator in comic owned. books. It's
0: all creator owned.
1: Yeah, stuff. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they've
0: also uh, Image has shifted from a primarily because it was started by. Uh, a bunch of Marvel, like, superstar Marvel uh, artists. They all left, uh, and, you know, it was Liefeld, Jim Lee, uh, Wills Petraccio, I mm-hmm. forget how to pronounce his Eric, name, Eric yeah. Larson, and Todd McFarlane, yeah. and Mark Silvestri. Eventually, they all kind of split off to do their own things.
1: No, it's only Jim Lee.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Mark Silvestri, when uh, Cat, Cow. Became its own thing.
1: But it's still back with Image.
0: It's still backed by Image, but it's an in, its its own thing. Uh, Jim Lee took Wildstorm, I think, got bought out by it, D- DC Comics. DC. Uh,
1: oh, you're talking about... There was a rift yes. between Mark Silvestri, but everything's been patched yeah, up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but what I was going to say is that they've shifted to a... I won't, I won't say a primarily writer-driven, but definitely not that they're... The art isn't all top-notch still but what is selling a lot of those books now is the writer creator combos and primary like writers like i mean it's a shift from
1: what i've seen it's like whoever has an idea yeah they will publish it i will you know I whether say, you're the writer the whether you're the artist i mean granted they're not they're not forcing people to like Commit to like eighteen twenty yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah. It's like whatever ideas you have, what, what's pu- this, push what's it the out. Story that you want, we will push it out. If it, if a really model, if
0: it sells enough, that it's a great model. Unless your book doesn't sell very well, and then, and it's still.
1: But it, it's not about selling. It's a matter yeah. of like, hey, you have an idea, you something that you've been curating for yeah. God knows how long. Put it out, it see what also, happens. Also,
0: I will say that
1: it's not like a. It, There's no longer a gatekeeper preventing you from executing something that is in your mind. You know, no matter how big or small, they will take a a risk. They
0: they also, uh, their submission process, actually, the comic book that I am working on, I'm trying to put out, like, a single issue. So it'll be a – because when I – years ago when I looked up what Image's uh, submission process is, is what – they don't necessarily want to pitch is what they, at least back when I looked at it, it might have changed now, uh, cause a lot of times they have established creators who are just doing creator own stuff now. But there's like, make an issue, show us what your, your issue, do the comic book, make it. And that's your resume, you show that to us and if we like it, we'll, try and put out a you know and if it does well we'll keep putting it out if it doesn't like whatever um what i was gonna say is like the single best comic books that i've read in the past 10 20 10 15 years have all been for from image and i I, arguably i'd say the best books scott snyder i think
1: he's uh writing a book for image as well sure you know i mean it's like I mean, Saga. this is where you're Saga able Saga to... might
0: be single, singularly the best comic book currently being put on the stands right now. And that's, you know... I mean, that's Brian K. Vaughn. Brian K. Yeah. Vaughn can basically... Uh, I have said this before, but I don't care what he's writing. It's shut up and take my money. Like, he has, he has yet to produce something that has not been thought-provoking and interesting yeah. and great to read, and also he gets paired with these incredible art, like Fiona Staples. He's fucking amazing. I mean, Pia Guerra. Pia I mean, Guerra he's, is fucking amazing. I mean, it's
1: just a matter of having a great relationship with like your creative team, yeah. and I mean, it's unfortunate, you know, that you know Marvel is, you know, not part of Diamond. But I don't know the politics behind Diamond. Yeah. I mean it seems fear, when i was a fear, kid the, the fear, diamond was the thing but the fear I don't...
0: is that is that by marvel so what keeps diamond it's similar to the the blockbuster model for movies is what keeps diamond able to help distribute poly- smaller publishers is the money they were getting from marvel and dc and the larger companies so the fear is that now that both Marvel and DC have dropped out of Diamond that's going to hurt smaller publishers being distributed by Diamond. It's going to be harder for smaller publishers to distribute their books okay. on a larger scale. That's really what the worry is from what I've understand.
1: I mean, it sucks, but I mean with this new landscape that we're in, I mean if you're going to publish something, I mean, there are different ways of sure. getting your books out there. I'm I considering, mean, there's go, a I'm digital, can, I'm
0: considering going completely digital. And I mean, people, one, I had don't have any more room, yeah, uh, but it's just I, a matter of convenience. What, what I was going to do is what I was considering to do is releasing it completely digitally and uh, have it be like either subscription. And if people want a hard copy that, you know, Make that on a like a small, a small print basis. I'll see. I haven't. I haven't even. I just started doing layouts. I mean, I think. <laughs> I'm telling you guys. By the way, I've just started doing layouts okay. for the first issue, <laughs> thumbnails for the pages.
1: I mean, I think what Todd McFarlane has done and what actually Mark Silvestri has done is for like trade paperbacks of like like The Darkness and Witchblade. Yeah. If it's not popular enough to get printed. They've been doing um, Kickstarter campaigns sure. to like get their shit out for, direct to those people who really want it. Yeah. So there are ways of if like... You, you and I've it, I'm been wanna... going on Kickstarter. There's a lot of people like publishing their shit on Kickstarter. Uh-huh. Um, so there, there are options. Is it as easy as Diamond? I guess it's not as easy. Yeah. But I mean, uh, with this new landscape, it's, it's gonna, just a matter of gonna like, be like thinking a new think way of putting gonna... things out there
0: started to become like the sad part is you're going to see the other worry is that in uh you're going to see a lot more like actual comic shops are probably going to shut down because of this or they're going to have to shift to selling stuff that isn't primarily comic books which is going to be sad um but we'll see what happens um with that uh
1: i mean i i think there's there's still a place for comic book shops out there but it's I mean I don't know F- being a New Yorker they're like the main ones out here and yeah. and they're and th- comic shops can provide services for the community yes. beyond yeah. just comics The best like D&D games other things that's
0: actually smaller comic shops what they're worried about is that it's gonna become you know Midtown might survive uh Jade- Forbidden Planet forbidden planet yeah. will survive even places like uh, you know J- jhu is probably going to shut down uh we already saw you know st mark's comics couldn't just because of where they were there was no way they were going to survive on that block it was just it's the way that block developed there was no way they were going to survive st mark's comics
1: oh st Mark's. yeah they, there was no
0: way they yeah, were going to survive too uh, yeah uh, which is sad, but what are you gonna do? Uh, but th- there's a lot of these little places like in the outer boroughs. I don't know if they're gonna be able to survive. And some of those places are fucking great, bulletproof. Um, bulletproof, is great.
1: That's. I mean, it's like in a high traffic area, and I have. We know Maria. Her kids go there to play D and D. I mean, they they offer lots of services yeah. for the community. I mean, it. I mean, there's a place for yeah. shops, and I hope that they. They come up with new ways of, like, getting more boots in the stores to entice people to And, and people lastly, because there's things.
0: probably some stuff that – because there's stuff that you haven't watched yet that we could probably discuss. Uh, I'm going to ask, have you – so you know that Netflix has basically uh, purchased Miller World, quote-unquote, and the first thing that they're putting out is uh, – not Miller as in Frank Miller. Yeah, Miller, no. Mark Millar. Uh, is Jupiter's Legacy. I'm actually... So, the, the book was great.
1: I saw that. I'm, I'm it could be great. See,
0: uh, it could go seeing who the cast the is last and who's behind it. we saw
1: from Miller was Wanted.
0: No, 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 no. The last, that, thing, the last thing we saw from Miller was... But
1: Wanted was Miller, right? Yeah,
0: but that wasn't a great ad- adaptation of, of his... Uh, there was also Kick Ass. Uh, there was that was enjoyable. Okay. There was another one that it, there's another one that I'm drawing a blank on. I mean, they're all sort of similar. Uh, isn't the boys also Mark Millar? Or am I going no. crazy? No. Ennis. Garth Ennis. Sorry, British, Scottish, whatever. They have very similar. Mark Millar and Garth Ennis have very similar uh, styles. Yeah, Jupiter's Legacy could be amazing. Could suck. We'll see.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's there's certain properties that has like as a they there there's a, a fingerprint to it that just like that gets me like the boys, the cast yeah. and the the property great you know uh invincible you know. When I saw that, I'm like, with the Jupiter's Legacy.
0: Jupiter's Legacy, like, you know what it is? It's Josh, Josh Duhamel. It's just like, mm, I don't know if you can carry a show. I there, don't know if it would be there, great
1: buddy. live action.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That br- so brings us way back. Uh, w- did we ever discuss Pacific Rim Black? I don't know if we. There's some interesting. No, I'm I I not done it. with it. Uh, okay. I'm
1: not done with it. Um, I'm still on issue on episode two. I'm not sucked into it
0: no it's 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 you won't be there's interesting stuff in there but uh uh, the best thing that I could say about it someone described it is it it there it's not that it's bad it and it's not that like it's there aren't some interesting ideas in there it just still feels like in Pacific Rim Uprising like uh someone took your toys and has decided to play in their own way with them Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a good <laughs> it's way of p- putting it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like they took the Jaeger and Kaiju idea from Pacific Rim, but none of the actual interesting story stuff yeah. that they still haven't done anything with from the first film. So we'll see. Yeah. And I think that's it for now. Uh,
1: yeah, I watched I mean, Captain America... Uh, the first Avenger. Oh yeah, that was fun. I I appreciate that movie a lot more after ten years. Of yes, Marvel it does
0: movies. a job. It does its job. <laughs> yeah. It's it's what I'll say.
1: I I would say that it's better. It yeah. it it's better with time. Or like I didn't appreciate it as much. I don't. I still don't care about the first two Thor movies. I still yeah, they're still bad. That's fair. Um, uh, but I feel that the uh first Captain America movie I is a lot better than I remember.
0: Oh, and um Disney Plus just released a Star Wars Classic, which is a series of shows. One I knew they were gonna release. The other two, the other stuff, I'm like I don't know, okay, you bought this off of Lucasfilm. I'd never thought this stuff would see the light of day again. So it's the uh split into two parts the Gendi Kardakovski or however you pronounce his last name. The guy did Primal and Samurai Jack. He did a Clone Wars series that is now on Disney Disney Plus. It's the 15-minute episodes, but mm-hmm. they're they're cut together as two I think like hour-long things. Uh and then they have The Bravest Wookiee, which is this weird animated thing from the 70s. And then uh Conquest occurred. No, the Ewoks animated series. Yeah, stuff that I thought had been shelved and shoved What's, under. What they have
1: Disney Plus. They it's meant to entice people. Yeah, they're people who have time to waste on shitty content. Might as well just put it on Disney and, Plus. And then
0: there's two movies that take place on Endor, Ewoks. where 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 Wicket is the main one of the main characters, and he speaks English. Uh, I forget what they're called, but they're so it's the They're both live action movies. They're like an an hour and a half. The production value is so low. It's it's just it's one of those things as someone who likes not it's like to
1: show how far we've come. You it's, know it's as someone with, who I likes Star Wars
0: to wa- occasionally watch like just terrible <laughs> things just to see like Occasionally? yeah. I'm fascinated by like just disasters. Just
1: throwing your time away.
0: Some of it is really enjoyable. Like Some of it is miserable, like like Justice League was a fucking slog. Um, that
1: Ewok thing, that sounds... Uh. You're going to watch that. No, 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 no. I swear to you, you're going to fucking no, watch no, no, no.
0: that. I'm not going to watch Ewok, the Ewok I could
1: thing. see you watching it if you're high. I'm that not, I, I could I'm not, see. I'm not going to watch the Ewok. But you're going to do that sober I'm not, I'm, and I and I and I judge you.
0: I'm not going to watch the Ewok animated series mainly because I'm really not the target audience for that. I am one of these days watch the two live action movies because they're just like, "Oh my god, I could have swore cuz Lucas essentially disowned them." <laughs> like I'm waiting for them to put up that the Star Wars Christmas special that has been like at some point. I'm surprised it isn't part of that group because that that was totally like before they had licensing laws and everything. <laughs> it's just wow, it's yeah, I love watching the disaster. I also stuff that isn't a disaster, they also have all of the original Muppet show and the original Muppet show is fucking great.
1: <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Muppet baby, I'm sorry. It's fair. I, as if they r- release the Muppet Baby cartoon shows. Yeah,
0: I'll, I'll be down for that. I th- might g- check. Uh, it ba- might it might it might don't already don't be don't on don't Disney Plus. Uh Muppet Babies. Uh, Cuz they own the Muppets. I'm saying, so yeah, g- g- flip through it. Search for it on Disney Plus. I'm pretty sure Muppet Babies is on there already. Uh, I mean, I
1: have more important things to do, like watching Godzilla vs Kong. Kong. That's I and, mean, and and I'm a little and more and Resident adult.
0: Alien. Resident Alien is great. I, I'm an adult. Yeah,
1: I, I'm beyond Muppet Babies, but damn
0: it, I mean, I I still on Saturday mornings when I'm home, I watch the uh, 90s X-Men cartoon. <laughs> I just flip <put> that on <laughs> just to just to feel feel safe and stuff. <laughs>
1: But yeah, great shows uh, this week, and can't wait for next week.
0: And two weeks, Mortal Kombat comes out. Oh yes, I'm so yes, excited yes! About that. Uh, it's gonna be so I think, bad. I think it's just it's gonna be gonna a dude be only. So bad. I think it's gonna
1: be like a bro. bro. Oh,
0: I'm so excited about how terrible that movie is gonna be. <laughs>
1: All right, pause. No. All right, once again, you're applying it's standards be, no, 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 no. of no, no. It's if gonna you gonna like the raid, great. it's gonna be a great movie. It's gonna be a fucking entertaining. I hope it's entertaining it's in terms of so the martial arts. Because I rewatched be so Mortal Kombat, man, that was bad. Uh, the first one? Yeah. First,
0: the one from '97 isn't bad. No, I, Annihilation is terrible. Uh, the first one is is very much a. It is a. Uh, it is a time portal. Uh, it's not a great time portal. My favorite time portal to watch is the first ninja, is the first two Ninja Turtles movies. Those are fucking time yeah, capsules. Dude, um, the first Ninja Turtles movie is a fucking time capsule of that. Yeah Not even that era, like that year, like 90, 1990 in New York City, like that's a fucking time capsule yeah. that movie.
1: Um, but yeah, I'm just hoping the way kong and godzilla just doubled down oh, on what I, it is i, I think that it's gonna this be, is just gonna gonna i think be it's gonna be entertaining on a fantasy exa- on the exact same martial level. arts yeah like i want to see raid with special effects yeah that's kind of what i want you know in terms of like awesome fight scenes and no one pretending that there's going to be acting involved in this yep. I, d- I don't care for acting i just want violence yeah. and
0: Oh and I found another arts. person I was uh, rewatching this before we we had uh, I've been rewatching again like Doctor Who. Uh, so the guy who plays the big gorilla dude uh, in Umbrella Academy, he's in yeah. the first episode with the Matt Smith do- doctor. I was just like I was watching I was like he looks familiar who is he? He was in Merlin. Yeah, he was in Merlin. Yeah, too. He I was never watched Merlin, but yeah.
1: Percival, Sir Percival or something like that. Um yeah, he plays like dumbasses yep. a lot, you know, and he seems like a stand-up guy, but yeah, you know.
0: And and of course I w- I watched that uh what is it? The End of Time part 2 right before they get to the Matt Smith doctor. Uh just still fucking kills me when tenant at <laughs> tenant I don't want to go. <laughs> it still get, it still gets me. Let's, all right. <laughs> now yeah, no, I'm bummed Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: I mean, it's, I, I'm trying to get into Capaldi and eventually. It's really uneven. Uh, and, and eventually the next one, I forgot what her name is. But it just, looking back, I really love Matt's, uh, Matt Smith and I really love Tenet. And I really appreciate Matt Smith's run. I appreciate Matt
0: Smith. It got really, uh, there was a lot of like, let's go all over the place and not really resolve it really well at the end of the season. When the second half of that run, the first season of the Matt Smith doctor is amazing. The second season is it's, it's really, some of those episodes are great. Some of them aren't. Uh, and then that was basically the story from then on. It's like, some of those episodes are great. Some of them aren't. And then it got progressively not like the new uh, Doctor. No. Uh, it's like some of these episodes are good. Some of these episodes are just there. Whereas, like, there are uh, only a handful of not good tenant episodes, in my opinion.
1: There's no such thing as bad tenant episodes. I'm sorry.
0: But, but that's, that's the thing. Even the, like, conceptually. Not so great episodes, he's still great. I mean, that was the thing about Capaldi is that Capaldi was great. They just didn't know. Fucking Stephen Moffat just didn't know what to fucking do with him. Like, like Peter Capaldi is a great fucking actor. Yeah. And he, he could have been a great doctor. It's just, a, like, it's just the writing in a lot of those episodes was a mess. And sadly, when you get to the new doctor, the, it does not improve. <laughs> Which is why she's already apparently she's already they're already ending her run, run and replacing. I think her.
1: they just need to pause. Yes, pause. They need to pause for a couple you years. You know, uh, and it come got back too strong. big.
0: It got too big for its britches. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happened. Literally, that is what happened. Like around the Matt Smith time, the show just got way. Too, it was already really popular in England. It got super popular over here. And it just, it got way too big for its own good, I think, is really what happened.
1: Yeah. But yeah, it's good. There's great pop culture coming back, and I'm happy for that.
0: Yeah, exciting times for nerds after such a, you know, we get to escape. (laughs) Yes. Adios.